Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Comedian Burt Kreischer brings his fully loaded comedy tour to the CFG Bank Arena in Baltimore, Maryland this Thursday, including titans like Dave Attell and Tiffany Haddish. We discussed his incredible journey from a Florida State party animal who inspired Van Wilder to his shirtless stand-up specials and new action comedy flick, The Machine. Burt Kreischer, hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP in Washington, D.C. Hell yeah, thank you. Hell yeah, it's the perfect way to intro it because the fully loaded comedy festival is coming to Baltimore at the new CFG Bank Arena on Thursday, June 15th. Now, I'm looking at this lineup and it is stacked, man. Uh, Tell our listeners who all's on the bill with you and, you know, and why you think, you know, they're so hilarious and fun to tour with. Well, we got, I mean, the GOAT is Dave Attell. Dave Attell is the best comedian you're ever going to see in your entire life. He is the one we're all copying. We're all imitating. He is my favorite comic alive. Skanks for the Memories is the best comedy album ever made. And we are, and I got to be honest with you, this entire tour is based around me getting to watch Dave Attell perform. I'm being dead serious when I say that. That's the whole reason you even agreed to do it was just for Dave. (laughs) Oh, I I agreed to do it. I put the whole festival together. I'm the whole, I'm the, I am the creator of this festival. And it's so that I can hang out with Dave Attell. I'm telling you right now. He's the best comic that's ever lived. Um, Jay Okerson is my favorite human being alive. He's got a new podcast, a new uh, special on YouTube called Dog Belly that's murdering it. Dan Soder, Rich Foss, Tammy Pescatelli, uh, uh, Tiffany Haddish, one of the biggest comics in the world, one of the biggest actresses in the world. She's on the lineup. It's stacked. We, we've got everyone who's anyone coming out. And, we, and, and throughout the whole tour, the whole tour goes until the gorge at the end of the summer. And, and in the gorge, I mean, that we got Bruce Bruce on that show. I mean, we, we're putting everyone on these stages. Oh, man. I mean, come on. Dave Attell, Tiffany Haddish, Burt Kreischer. The list is endless. That That's that's enough reason to come up to Baltimore alone for this thing, baby. If you're a comedy fan, you know. If you're a comedy fan, you're listening to this lineup and you're saying, that's something I need to do. Most of us are some of the top earners. We're all doing uh, We're all doing theaters, all of us. I'm doing an arena tour. I'm taking a break from my arena tour to do this. And I put this tour together so that comics get to see the so that fans, comedy fans, podcast fans, fans of like of great content get to see their best comics all in one ticket bill. You know, when you go to New York and when you go to L.A., all us guys do the all us guys and girls do the do the store and do the seller. And that's what our lineups are these lineups where we always say you could not afford this lineup. You could. It, the lineup is crazy always with like the best comics in the country. And I heard that one night and I thought, what if I could, what if I could afford that lineup? Like, I wonder what that bill would cost. I knew what I could make at arena. And I thought, what if I, what if I got five tour buses and, and I really stacked it out and I made it and and I got a different deal with the promoter so that I made it affordable to bring the best comics in the country out on tour. And that's what this is. And, and, and uh, you're not going to hear 
you're not going to hear a lot of like local you know like like local comics sometimes will have like local material like what's up with the the road to there to get to there that that's not us we are the best comics in our industry we all have specials at the best streamers i have a movie out right now yeah tiffany haddish is a legit movie star david tell is the best there is in stand-up comedy as is big jay okerson as is dan soder as is the legend rich boss tammy pescatelli from last comic standing these are monsters on stage that you will see it, and especially if you're not like a comedy fan the best comedy you'll ever get is the comedy you don't expect coming the one name you don't know on that list if you're a fan if you're like yo <clears throat> i love tammy pescatelli well when you come out you're going to see Rich Foss and be blown away. You're going to see Dave Attell and go, holy crap. And you're going to see Tammy and you're going to love it. And that's and that's the beauty of comedy is that it's best shared with strangers. It's best when you don't know what's coming. It's best when you don't see it coming. And 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 what I like to do is eventize life. I like to make life fun. And I like to make a night, like a Thursday night, where we can get you out of the house. Get you to call your wife at 4 o'clock and say, yo, get a sitter. See if we can get a sitter. See if she'll feed the dogs. Let's go out and have an evening. Let's get some white wine. We'll get drinks when we get there. Meet me there. Get an Uber. I'll meet you there. And let's go out and have a have a night and get in early and we'll get into work tomorrow. And, we'll, and, and then let's have a fun weekend. But let's start Thursday night at the arena and watch him fully loaded. Awesome. Awesome. Well, whenever I have someone on, you know, in case there's like young comics listening, wanting to get into it or whatever, I'll always love to hear how you got into it. So you were born in like St. Petersburg, Florida in 72. Who'd you enjoy growing up? Who were, I know you say David tells your favorite now, but like, who did, who are you, you know, geeking out on it as far as comedy growing up? No one. No one. No I, one? I was, so my, my story is a little unique. So if you're a young comic, I apologize. <laughs> uh, I was I was written up in Rolling Stone magazine yeah. as the number one party animal in the country when I was in college. Florida State, sixth year. Yeah, Florida State, Florida State. <laughs> yeah, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, Oliver Stone optioned the rights to my life, and uh, and it gave me the courage to move to New York. Gave me the courage to do stand up for the first time, and then I moved to New York and started working the door to a place called Boston Comedy Club, where I started seeing all these comics I'm listing. That's where I started seeing all of them: murder, monsters, and then Will Smith discovered me. I moved out to L.A. Started doing television. And uh, and the rest is kind of history. I, I I bounced around television and I went back into the clubs and I worked my way back in the clubs to get to be a headliner. And uh, and then podcasting took off. And when podcasting took off, I got lucky enough to be around a couple of the dudes that were doing it at the highest level. And they they uh, shepherded me and, and told me where to go and how to do it. And then I got lucky enough to a podcast. Me and my best friend started a podcast. And uh, and that's you know, if you're a young comic, all I'll tell you, if you're listening, all I'll tell you is you got to just do, you just do. And don't listen to people. Don't people's advice is always self-serving to themselves. Don't listen to other comics tell you what to do because they're just telling you either about their failures or their soon to be failures. You need to shepherd your own ship, have your own goals in mind and know where you're going and do your thing. Because man, if you fail on other people's advice, you'll regret this entire career. That's great advice. And real quick, I want to circle back. You mentioned Oliver Stone optioned your, you know, after that Rolling Stone article, you know, about the you being the top party or at the top party school in the country. Uh, Oliver Stone optioned it, but I think it eventually made its way over to National Lampoon and became Van Wilder with Ryan Reynolds. Now, did you know about that as it was happening? Or did you kind of find out about it later? Like, hey, they made a movie about me. No, I didn't know about it. I had nothing to do with the movie. They, uh, I mean, you know, they uh, supposedly it was that was uh, it was the basis of the movie, but you know, once you make a movie, you realize just how much work goes into a movie and so it's 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 disingenuous for me to claim any of that massive success it's it's uh they made a great movie and 
and I had nothing to do with it. I had absolutely zero to do with it. I wish I had, you know, it would have been cool, a cool, a cool thing to do. Just be a PA on it would have been cool. But uh, but no, I I had nothing to do with that. Well, tell us about the movie that you have out. Uh, it just came out. It's called The Machine. Uh, and I know that's sort of been a nickname you, you've had for a while. But, you know, Mark Hamill is in this thing, you know, Star Wars. Uh, I mean, tell me about uh, tell me about the movie and, and also the nickname, you know, how you got it in the first place, the whole Russian mafia train thing. <laughs> no, well, I, when I was 22, I got involved with the Russian mafia and we robbed a train. And, uh, and I told that story on Rogan's podcast and it got legs. It's It went viral and. And it and it blew up and it changed my career and, and in the process of it getting big, I, I started pitching it as a movie. And then one day I pitched it kind of on accident to a company called Legendary, and they just envisioned that movie, a reimagining of that story. And, and so that's what we did. We did a reimagining of that story where me and my father, played by Mark Hamill, get kidnapped by the Russian mafia and have to go back to Russia and pay for the crimes of my past. And so and so that's the that's the movie we did. It was awesome. It was fun. We shot it for three months in Serbia. Probably the best experience of my life. And it just came out in theaters. And and uh, and I'm I'm really proud of it. And I hope everyone gets out of the house and goes into theaters. You know, a lot of it's just getting out of the house. We got trained by COVID to stay in our house and get on Zooms and and don't go into the office and have and and sleep in and and lie to everyone and just and. And sit and watch movies on Netflix. Look, Netflix is awesome. It's been a great home to me. I have five specials on Netflix. Go to Netflix tonight, watch Razzle Dazzle. But get out of the house on Thursday and go see Fully Loaded. And go Friday to see my movie, The Machine. Get out of the house and live life like it's 1987. We forget <laughs> how much fun going out and interacting can be. Yeah, party like it's 1999, not 2020. Uh, yeah, I partied but- in 1999. It was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, well, 97 was the big Florida State year. So, yeah, 99, you were probably in full Frank the Tank mode, uh, machine mode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, what's what? I mean, you just mentioned about, you know, don't act like we're still at home in our pajamas or whatever. Uh, get out into the world. But ironically, you've continued like being shirtless on stage out in the world. You've sort of you have the best of both worlds, man. When did the whole shirtless on stage thing begin? I started doing it. Uh, I started doing it on the road. It was after the comfortably dumb. I did comfortably dumb. And, and a, one of my buddies was like, it just didn't seem like you. Like, what was up with the colored shirt? And I was like, I don't know. That's what Comedy Center told told me to wear. He was like, yeah, but you kind of rip your shirt off. Like, I, I love that energy. And then, and I was doing that. I was doing it to cheer myself up because you, you, sometimes you can forget that your job is to make everyone laugh. And so, um, so I would, would do it on Thursday. I'd rip my shirt off. I'd kill a beer and I'd listen to music as I got on stage and I'd turn it into a party. 
And I just kept doing it. And then one day I took my shirt off and forgot to put it back on. And I, and, and I just left it off. And then it stayed off. And so it's been, I've been ripping it off for, geez, I guess like 15 years, maybe 15 years now. I don't know how long I've been ripping it off, but, <laughs> but uh, it's, I'm more comfortable like that. I, I'm from Florida. And so I don't know if that explains a lot and explains nothing at all at the same time. But yeah, I'm from Florida. We like ripping our shirts off. <laughs> Do you even own shirts these days? Or are you like, eh, what's the point? That's just a waste of money. I'm not even going to wear it. No, I have so many shirts. It's ridiculous. I, 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 I end up. <laughs> I have so many shirts. It's crazy. I want to get rid of them. I don't know how to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe our listeners will, will buy pawn some for you. Uh, well, we mentioned Comfortably Dumb on Comedy Central. I know you did another one. This is not happening. You've done The Machine, the Showtime comedy special. And then there's all the Netflix ones you mentioned. There's Secret Time and Hey, Big Boy, Razzle Dazzle. There, there's a bunch. Uh, but, uh, you know, beyond all those specials, to, I want to hear about how you sort of pivoted from, you know, the stand-up specials, which are great and hilarious, but how you pivoted into, you know, some like hosting gigs. I know you did like uh, the Travel Channel, Bert the Conqueror, Trip Flip. Like, uh, what was it? Was it fun for you to to get out of just the the stand up realm and and actually go into like a hosting gig? No, no, that was pay, that it. was to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, it was. Man, hosting is uh, hosting is a good way to make money. It's a muscle. You got to know how to do it. It's fun. If it's fun, it's fun. But it's not stand up. You know, that was at a time when I just had kids. And, and I needed money and they came to me and offered me the show birth to conquer. And I turned it down like four or five times. And then finally the money got up there and I was like, well, I can't, I was like, I, if I have a number in my head and if they hit that, I'm going to say yes. And I did it. And I had man, I had a blast doing those shows. I mean, I really did funnest times of my life, but that's how I live my life. Even look, if I work construction, I'm going to have a fun time. If yeah. I'm building fences, I'm going to have a fun time with those dudes I'm doing it with. And, uh, and I had a blast doing those travel channel shows. They were fun, but it was a lot like being a stripper. You know, it was good money. It was a good time, but there was no future in it. Like no one, no one, no one gets a gold watch from Travel Channel. You just get fired one day and uh, <laughs> everyone gets fired. And now they fired the whole network and it's just ghost hunting. So that no one even travels anymore. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. You know, it was a fun time, but it was not, it was, I, I, I host to pay the bills. I host for money. Like I'm a whore. Of course. If you want to, if you want to pay me big money, I'll be your host, and uh, and I'll do it really well, uh, and I'll I'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy it. I hosted a show called Go Big Show with Snoop Dogg, probably yeah. funnest month of my life in COVID. Me, Snoop Dogg, uh, Jennifer Nettles, Rosario Dawson, Cody Rhodes did it again the next year with T Pain. Had a blast. Had a blast. Wait, you were with but Cody yeah, Rhodes, The American Nightmare. Did you teach him any holds? You know, from Hurt Burt on FX, you know, dangerous, you know, stunts a la Jackass or something. But, you know, you, did you compare bruises with Cody? <laughs> uh, no, he, but he did text me the day he ripped his peck off because oh. I'd ripped my tricep off doing the movie. And then he texted me and he was like, I got you beat. And his peck was off his chest. I was like, ah. Oh, I remember seeing the the swelling. That's one of those where pro wrestling, every, you know, all the non-fans are like, oh, it's so fake. Well, yeah, look at Cody's peck and tell me it's fake, you know? Oh, dude, that guy, he's he's the best, man. We would, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I say I'm a casual wrestling fan. And then I hung out with Cody and I realized I'm a legit wrestling fan. I know a lot about wrestling. I think he's just growing up in Florida. And uh, <laughs> we had, we, we had a blast. Just, uh, we'd sit up and talk about the Von Eric brothers. Yeah. I mean. We would we would we'd talk about Chief Wahoo McDaniels and 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 Rick Flair and his dad. I mean, we talked about his dad ad nauseum. I he calls his dad Dusty. He doesn't call him dad. He's my you mean when Dusty and and I just I I was a big Dusty Rhodes fan. I mean, half of my reads yeah. that I do when I do promos are based off Dusty Rhodes, the American. I, I, I'm a I'm American. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I love Dusty Rhodes. You do the voice, they hit baby with the with the slight yeah. lisp, like that's iconic. Son of a plumber. Oh. <laughs> I'm with it's so funny you say that because I I was I, I was a huge hardcore fan back, you know, when we were younger, like you're saying, but then you know, you you kind of drift out of it when you get, you know, at post college or whatever, and you think I thought I was a casual fan. And then it through podcasting, your medium that you've dominated, they have all these episodes where you go back and listen to all these greats talking oh. about the old days, and I'm like Damn, I am a hardcore fan, and now I watch all the time again. So, <laughs> did podcasting get you back into it, or was it more Cody? I, I honestly, I, <clears throat> podcasting forces you to remember your interests. Yeah, because you talk so much. I talk so much; it's ridiculous. Like if, <laughs> if there's someone here listening, going, "Oh, it's Bert. I'm so tired of him." Dude, <laughs> I talk nonstop, but it, it forces you to go in internal a lot and yeah. really think about your likes. And my buddy Tom Segura hates wrestling. And I was like, I was like, ah, whatever. And then all of a sudden I'm forced to really kind of examine that and go, do I hate wrestling or do I like wrestling? And yeah. I, I, and it's an escapism. I love it. I love it. And now, and now I'm watching, you know, because of Cody, I'm watching the newer stuff and I'm loving it. I'm loving that the shift and there's, and, and that every dude's a little more agile, and a little faster, and it's a little more dynamic these days. Yeah. You know, I'm loving it. Absolutely. And you mentioned Tom Segura. We got to plug the, the well, you have a bunch of podcasts. You've done Burtcast, Open Tab, Something Burning. But the one with Tom Segura is uh, Two Bears, One Cave. Uh, where do we find? Actually, I don't want to say where we find it. That's like old school. People are like, uh, everywhere you can get a podcast is the line. <laughs> well, tell us what it's yeah. about. If there has, Is there someone that hadn't listened to it? Why should we listen to Two Bears, One Cave? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know why people like it. I Honestly, it's just me and Tom, and we've known each other for God. 19 years oh my god and we, it's just us hanging out and just making each other laugh and and sometimes getting a little deep and talking about stuff like you know that like losing our fathers or we, he lost his father and sometimes we'll go there and there's no boundaries and there's no telling where we where we take the show and and, and it's just fun there's no program director it's just me and tom talking about whatever we want to talk about and trying to make each other laugh at the end of the day and uh and we've had we've had a really great time doing it. And it's it's probably one of my favorite things I do because it's not work. It doesn't feel like work. And uh and and you know, but it's 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 funny, it kind of cannibalizes our real relationship because you know, we only really talk for money now. So like if you're not like we like the other day he called me on the phone and I was like, What do you want? He was like, I don't know, what are you doing? And I was like, Can we just talk about this on the podcast? <laughs> I said the same thing with Rogan. I I I we have to make an ex a, like a concerted effort to get in touch with each other and talk and catch up because if not, we'll just do it on the podcast. And then all of a sudden you're oversharing because you haven't talked to your buddy in forever. Yeah, exactly. So there's there probably certain conversations are best for off the podcast, but we all do it. We all end up doing it on the podcast anyway, but <laughs> anyway, we, the, the problem is we all text, like we text like ninth grade girls and we text the most aggressive stuff. If, <laughs> if the Koreans ever get our, uh, get our text chains, we are screwed. Well, it's going to be the Russians. They're going to come pay you back for the, you know, the machine. Everyone check it out in movie theaters, the machine. But um, no, this has been so much fun. This has been so much fun. Um, Thank you so much, Jason. Everybody check out Burt Kreischer along with Dave Attell, the GOAT, according to Burt and Tiffany Haddish. So many great uh, comedians. It's going to be the fully loaded comedy festival in Baltimore at the new CFG Bank Arena. Dude, they just renovated the new thing. You're, you're going to love it. It's June 15th. Everybody check it out. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you for your time. All right. Be well. All right. You too. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.